Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Battle Friday, baby. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. I am watching <clears throat> a show right now, and I'm not sure if you've seen it. Okay. And it might be one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Oh, it's a sitcom. Yeah. Huh. Can you guess? It's one you haven't seen before. I've not seen. It's fairly new. Um, like Always it, Sunny in Philadelphia? Well, no, I did start watching okay. that, and that does make me started, laugh. Yeah. That, I don't know what it would be. Soccer. Oh, Ted Lasso. Have you seen that? I've watched the first season. I don't think I watched the other, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a Jason Sudeikis is amazing in that. It is so yeah. good. It is. Yeah. It is so good. I'm into the second There's, season. I think, three seasons of yeah. it, I think. Yeah. 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 Anyway, and the soundtrack is actually fairly yeah. decent as well. Uh, Did it, you get it's to the, the Mumford and Sons guy that does the in, the theme song too? Uh yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Did you get to the second season where, uh, if you haven't, you may you may remember this. Do you remember the Diamond Dogs? That sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah, I watched uh, one or two episodes in the second season. I can't remember now. So anyway, it's t- when they get together and they talk about relationships. They call themselves the Diamond Dogs. <laughs> Jimmy, how you doing? Uh, it's raining. Oh, okay. Weather report. Uh, and he's sunburnt. Looks like he got a little bit yeah, of sun. Looks like he used that oh. sunscreen yesterday. Oh, I used a lot actually. She sprayed me like every half hour. And I'm still doing Little Diamond Dogs from Bowie. Here we go. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Grant Johnson. Oh, the gift. Jimmy and I got you a gift for Birdie. We got a bag for it, hey? Uh, you're not going to keep the bag. It's not. Oh, that's to say it's not a recycled I one. need the bag back. <laughs> he always needs a bite, uh, bag back. Hey, what do we got here? I need the bag back. <laughs> Some locker room merch. <laughs> the baby gear. <laughs> City that rhymes with fun. <laughs> Regina. That's amazing. We got three different sizes so that Birdie is basically. Oh, so she's always covered. She's always covered. She's got one of these at least per year. I forgot year. that we had the baby clothes. <laughs> I love Regina. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I completely forgot we, forgot we had this stuff. We went uh, we went on air and we said <laughs> we went on air and we asked people to give us ideas and we got all these amazing ideas on gifts and then yeah. Jimmy goes we should just get them get them something from our merch page. <laughs> it works. Yeah, that's that's see, the best way. See, our merch page go. has for all ages. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. You're really selling it this morning. <laughs> these are good quality, too. They're actually not Yeah, they're bad. good. I, I like would, these. I would wash them just, to, just in case. Just in case there's some 
horrible chemical on there. Hello, <laughs> Canvas Kids. There you go. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank if, you, boys. If you haven't heard, Grant Johnson and Michaela had a baby girl, Birdie. She's uh, three weeks old now? Um, over three weeks? Just, uh, three weeks today. Three weeks yeah, today. Believe, yeah. So congratulations. Um, and uh, we wanted to make sure we got you something. So. Awesome. I want pictures. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Oh, Brent, eh? Just yeah. can't catch a break, poor girl. So her husband, uh, 14 months, Sam Asgari, has uh, filed for divorce. Yeah, that was when she got married to him. It was kind of like her first thing she did when she got out of the conservatorship. It was like her first thing of freedom, getting married again. So where are we at with her? She's got how many kids? Two kids. She's only got two? She's got okay. the two with K-Fed. Uh, I don't think she has any sort of relationship with them. Like, Remember she was doing all that stuff. She was saying she hadn't seen them in like a year, and then they were moving to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's got much to do with them anymore. Um, she's. That's a sign. No? Some people think she's dead, right? That she's not actually there. Um, her videos on Instagram are, are wild. They're um, bizarre. Yeah, they're yeah, they're crazy. Their da- her dancing videos are nuts. Yeah, so he's now he's saying that uh, Sam. He went on Instagram last night because people were asking about the divorce. Yeah, and he says that he believes she was cheating on him, and also she used to beat him. <laughs> are we allowed to laugh at that? <laughs> How big is this guy? He's a big dude. He was a back backup dancer. That's how they met each other. Doesn't she just date backup dancers? Wasn't K Fed also a dancer yeah, or something? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Anyway. I think that's how a lot of them meet in yeah. the pop world. Yeah, so All right. he is seeking uh, spousal support too. Because he's gotten used to the nice life, the good life. He doesn't want to go back to living on a dancer's salary. My <laughs> so, God. So she's going to have to support him. If She's he gets have to support him. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I and I understand how that conversation can be. Like I understand how. Yeah, maybe he does deserve it, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I can't, I have a hard time with that one. I if I was married to someone and they had a lot of money and. She kicked me out. I wouldn't do that. I couldn't see myself going after her money. I couldn't see you married to somebody really rich. Well, there's that. But let's say let's let's just suspend reality here for a moment. (laughs) (laughs) I think Grant and I would make you go after her money. (laughs) We'd be there helping you along. Yeah. He's got ten years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. Okay, life on Mars seems much more likely now because of a new thing that the curiosity. No, they didn't say aliens, they said life. There's a difference. Alien. No. So, what it is, is they recently discovered that there's some, uh, when they did some drilling, that there's some mud. That's like dirt that had cracks in it. And so how the cracks are formed is when it gets wet and dries and wet and dries. And it gets the these hexagonal 
uh, mud cracks. Like, you know, when you have mud on your street and it it gets the that weird crusty on it and it's smooth and it's got the cracks, kind of like that. And there's... You know what I'm saying? No. I have no idea. What okay. You know how when you have mud and it's when totally dried. Mud dries and then and you get it, cracks in it. I that's be- what I'm talking about because okay. the crust gets cracks in it. And they say it's because of the uh, this... Uh, the, these chemicals, water and stuff like that. So they're saying because they have cracks like this on Mars that there's a good chance there could have been water. A, a sign of water. Hasn't there a sign always of weather patterns. been a um, theory that there was water on oh, yeah. Mars at one point? Yeah, the, 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 I mean, so this is just billions but, of years ago or whatever. But basically they're saying that, that, that because there was water and there's like these cracks are caused by different weather weather patterns and uh, like seasonal changes. So they're thinking that because there was seasons on Mars, that yeah. there's life. But there's storms on Jupiter, and they haven't proven anything. Like there's storms in Saturn, you know, gas storms. Those are gas planets, still, right? But the thing is, it's still weather. So they're saying that because there was water, there's life. How so, about the theory that there there was at one time a nuclear reactor on Mars? Have you heard that one? No. So they found, this is true, that there is like thorium on the soil in Mars. Yeah. Which, which comes from like a large nuclear blast. That's what you get. And they've, so that's on the surface. And they're like, you know, in the past, maybe there was a civilized, um, civilized life on Mars. And they blew and they themselves ended up blowing up. it up with nuclear Weapons or whatever it was. Get out of here. Yeah. That's insane. I've never heard that before. Yeah. Huh. That's, that's, all, that's also uh, very similar to a storyline in Arnold Schwarzenegger's uh, Total Recall, but, you know, so science fiction. Well, but, science fiction is right a lot of times. No, look, at all, look at all the inventions we have from Star, Star Trek. Trek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but that gives them ideas to do things. So just because it's an idea from a movie doesn't mean it's real. It's it happens all the time. Fiction. All right, we've learned a lot here today. Thank you, Jimmy. Aliens exist. Thank you, Jimmy. On Mars, you're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. Somebody sent me an artist and said, what do you think of this guy, Locke? And um, I thought of you right away, Grant. Okay. And I'm guessing you might already know this guy. Have you heard this guy before? I've been selling my soul. Is this the ginger guy? Working all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over time, so he's really good, but the freedom fighters are ruining him for me. Oh, okay. Because they keep posting this like, yeah, F you, Trudeau. What the world's gotten to for people like me. Yeah, he's really good. He's amazing. Yeah, he's got a big ginger beard. I don't, yeah. I don't remember his name. Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony. I listened to him yesterday. I listened to like a playlist on Spotify. He's very bluesy. He records this like in his kitchen too. Does he? Yeah. I watched a tick. He has a TikTok account. And I was watching a video. He was showing his recording setup. And it was like mattresses on the walls. Plays uh, steel guitar. Yeah. 
what's interesting about it? If you get a chance, I mean, um, it doesn't really fit the format, but um, he is worth a listen. He's really good. And if you can step outside of of what Grant said, (laughs) you may have just ruined him for me. (laughs) The one thing I remember saying about COVID when it happened was, I think we're going to get an insurgence of good art. Yeah. Um, And I think this guy is a product of what happened when the world shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think he came out of the other side of it with... With with a voice, yeah, and sort of, uh, yeah. Anyway, he's an interesting he's, duck. He's, he's not what you think he looks like either. He's getting all sorts of offers too. He said yesterday he turned down eight million dollars. There was a record label trying to sign him for eight million dollars. He's that guy, right? Yeah. That that is going to try to stay true to who he is, yeah. right? He's probably not doing too many interviews either. That song is Richmond, North of Richmond, yeah. if you're looking for it. There's a tune about um, drinking, too, that I, I, I kind of laughed at. The Gone Sober yeah. or something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was saying he needs to change change his ways, but not tonight. I've got to get sober, that's what it is. Yeah. I've got to get sober. <laughs> ah, he's, he's an interesting doc. Yeah, that's he's really good listen. Like Oliver Anthony, yeah. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Two to go. Hot Ones promo with the Banquet Bar. All right? It's a challenge, and you could take part. Wings for a year up for grabs. Plus, we're giving away the Hot Ones Season 21 sauce lineup. So you get all the hot sauces you're using on the season of Hot Ones. Comes in a nice little box. Season 21 already, eh? Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. Great show on YouTube. It is. Yeah. It's one of those shows now where I am betting money that if you're an agent, like if you're, like if if I'm Grant Johnson's agent, I'd be going, Grant, you got to get on that show. Yeah. If you're promoting anything, Hot Ones is the place to go. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the views that it gets. Yeah. That's where you want to promote your stuff now. So our event, like I said, the Banquet Bar Hot Ones Challenge is happening on Friday, August 25th. You can sign up. It'll take you two minutes. Go to the webpage, 957cruisefm.ca. Also keep in mind that the night of the event, I think we're going to grab one or two. There's, there's going to be an opportunity to take part if you just show up yeah. at the Banquet Bar Hot Ones Challenge on Friday, August 25th. All right. This is hosted by The Locker Room. The Banquet Bar is the bar in the Ice District, okay? Yes. It's so part of the Canadian. The, it's got an arcade in it. It's got bowling lanes. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's an awesome place. Are you still thinking of uh, jumping in on the challenge? I already told them that, so I'd feel like a bit of a wimp if I said you have to do if, it. If not, if not, I'll I'll take your place because I out I some of the sauces that Mel brought in. He's that hot one. It didn't affect me much. I, I don't know if the problem with you doing it is if your sinuses start pouring out all over the place, then we're gonna get some gonna have discharge. To evacuate the place. <laughs> It's not like it's lava and it's going to eat people. I don't know. I, I saw something come out of that melon that was alive. It scared me. And it's. I haven't been right since, honestly. You haven't been right for 20 years. 
Dude, it made a noise. It made a slapping noise when it hit the sink. And then it moved a bit. It was. It had hair on it. It didn't move. <laughs> it did move, Grant. It moved. It was a chunk of snot. <laughs> I don't think we can call what that was. It was a creature. It, <laughs> yes. I honestly, I, I don't think we killed it properly either. <laughs> we put it in the garbage can, and the more yeah. I think about it, it's, it's come alive. Yeah, yeah, it's having sex with something in the walls of this building. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take over. It's going to take over this building. Cruise News. Justin Trudeau's cabinet has been told that he'll need to scrap $15 billion in spending by October 2nd. The savings um, then would meet a commitment that they made in the budget to reduce government spending. They said they're going to save this $15 billion without cutting any jobs. When asked about it, Trudeau said he's holding a retreat next week in PEI <laughs> with his cabinet to discuss this no, and other affordability issues. No, he, he did. <laughs> they said, how are you going to save money? And he said, we're going to go on a retreat and we're going to talk about it there. Holy shit. <laughs> that, you know what? Honestly, they are so disconnected. They really are. They are so disconnected. <laughs> and the thing is, they'll be shocked at the, the blowback. When they'll people go, what's wrong with everybody? Why are they mad? Like, when I people don't are like, we ha- I haven't had a vacation in 10 years. And they're like, well, no, this isn't a vacation. It's a retreat to talk about affordability. <sighs> Holy shit. I'm going to have a seizure. <laughs> Like it's one of, the, they're evacuating one of the most, the Northwest Territories. One of the most like overspending governments we've ever had, and inflation and people's daily nut, like monthly nut keeps going up, and they just don't they can't wrap their heads around yeah. it. Hey, let me ask you a question, everybody. Do you know what Jason Kenney's doing right now? <laughs> well, he just uh, just got uh, put on the board of directors for Atco. Huh. That's interesting. Mean, meanwhile, since he removed the the cap on electricity, our electricity prices have gone up 128% in one year. So do you think there's any correlation between him getting that job on the board of directors? Him being a former member of, of, of parliament here in Alberta and then doing that <laughs> and then getting a job on the board of directors where he probably makes about 150 a year it's just a coincidence it's just a coincidence yeah like if they, they and no one thinks otherwise it, like do they think we're not going to be upset do you think that it's it's not going to add to the problem that the public already has with politics yeah like i'm just i'm wondering I think, like i want to know i wonder if it's like we're in the past they've been able to get away with it and now they're starting to get called out for it and they're like i don't know why these people are upset that's exactly what i was gonna kind of say is they've been doing that for years retreats here retreats there we need to talk about this just the only thing is is now it's just more visible like uh, you know they were being able to sneak it by even this has been going by going even when like the governor general goes on a trip to iceland and spends like $80,000 $80,000 on limousines, on limos for her trip. Mm-hmm. And you used to be able to get away with that. Yeah, now you, people you are used like, to, what do we, hold on. Yeah. You or could have freebies. bought a Mercedes and then just left it there for cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Or get freebies. And all of that stuff is now because of the 
the organizations that study this government spending and okay, where's the well, tax there's money? always been those the organizations. There's always been, but it's just the thing is now it's now because of the internet and social media and all that kind of stuff. It's more for public and everybody's looking. So, but this has been forever. The thing that I I find interesting about this is that. Um, we still have these partisan conversations, right? Like, and I didn't do the Jason Kenny thing on purpose. Yeah, I didn't bring him up because we were talking about Justin Trudeau. No, it's just it just it it's top of mind because Grant asked me this morning if I had seen. Yeah, the I just Jason saw it Kenny. this morning. It was news, and then yesterday I was seeing people sharing things on Twitter about the increase in our electric bill in Alberta compared to the rest of the country. Yeah, um, and then that this news comes out. So, like the thing about the partisan thing, everyone needs to shake that. Is all these guys? It, it it doesn't matter. Like even when you're looking at like the United States, mm-hmm. you're looking at Biden or you're looking at Trump or you're looking at Republicans or Democrats in Canada, conservatives or or liberals. Like you can be more of a liberal or more of a conservative. You can lean one way or the other. But I think the thing that we all need to get on the same page with is these people are generally corrupt. Yeah, I think more more often than not. What was the Biden one? It was something with $20 million. They, oh, come on. Yeah. Like, and, and again, you can be mad for, for me bringing that up because you're worried about Trump getting in. But I, I think the sooner that we all get as people get on the same page about these people taking advantage of, of, of us on some level, like some are just better at it. Right? Yeah. And I think the thing with, with old JT there, nice hair boy, is that he's gotten away with some stuff um, and he is he's convinced a, a faction of our population that he's not as bad as the other guys that are knocking on the door right now. But I, I don't know, man. And trust me, this is not me promoting the... PP government there. <laughs> yeah, I think that guy's better. a tool. He's, I honestly, I think he's a douchebag, and and I'm like very worried about our future as I, a country uh, with him. Anytime there's a guy who's only ever been a politician, right? Like, gotta be got out of high about school that. and just went straight into politics. You're like, Ugh, and not only that, that, that guy person? doesn't come from money, but has money. So yeah. Yeah, there's there's some shady crap going on behind the scenes. With that dude, for sure it's there all, is. It's all shady. But all the politicians are in for themselves. So these retreat. It's you know what's in it for me. No matter like, thing, no matter what side, like you, like you said, no matter whether it's liberal, PC, conservative, they're all you know, doing it. They're all doing it. They're just they find different ways of screwing us, right? Yeah. And again, back to my flag idea. We need to change our flag. Just a picture of a guy bent over, <laughs> grabbing his ankles, right? Because yeah. that's what that's what ends up happening. I I under, I can't understand the 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 conversation leading up to. We have spent fifteen billion dollars more than we should in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's go have a retreat to decide we what need, to do to how to Imagine fix it. if you you sat down with your wife and you're like, we need to save money. Like, we need, hey, we need to save some money. Let's, let's go let's, to Mexico to talk about it. How about we go to Mexico next week to discuss saving money? 
<laughs> like what is what is wrong with? Can, can we have can we set up a meeting with our boss in Mexico uh, to talk about how to oh better our show? Budget cuts. Yeah. <laughs> Budget cuts. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I thought this was an interesting story because, one, I didn't know that nudism was so big in Spain. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they love it. I know that that Spain right now is is like sort of a, a hot spot, a hot destination travel wise. Okay. I, I have heard that. Um and you know what else I've heard? Hmm. It's my daughter lived there. Like she danced over there for a company for a bo- for a year. Yeah. Before she went to Hungary. She was saying that she was a little surprised at um I'm trying to find the way to say this. Nice. They were a little standoffish to tourists. Oh, okay. Like, it wasn't... It was odd. They're not a big fans. I, I, they're, they Maybe were they fine. don't like Americans. And so, yeah. Yeah. Like, like if you travel, think, you yeah. put a Canadian flag on Yeah. That's the thing, man. When I look it up, it says that Barcelona specifically hates tourists. Yeah, they're they're anti-tourism, anti-tourist sentiment. They have a love-hate relationship. They love their money, but they hate them. They they don't like the fact that, and that's what's happening here with these nudist beach. I guess a lot of beaches in Spain are nude beaches, and I guess they're being uh, like overrun with tourists. So there's this campaign from the local nudists colonies or whatever the hell they are to actually keep people off the beach unless you gear down. Yeah, well, they're mad that they're going to the nude beach they want to get naked and tourists are coming to the beach and staying like clothed and then taking pictures and stuff and these people are got dong out in the background of these tourist photos and they're saying that's not right um you sh- this shouldn't be a thing we want our nude beaches nude make them nude again and so they are campaigning for 50 beaches in the region um, are requesting that you have to get naked on them. I know even, like, I went to Wreck Beach one time in Vancouver, uh, which is the nude beach there, and, like, you're like, you're like I'm not going to take a picture of us, myself on this beach selfie just in case, like, someone gets in the background or someone beats you up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you go dong out at Wreck Beach? No, I didn't. No. All Could right. you? Oh, absolutely. Locke would be the most likely to be a nudist. Off, uh, on yeah. the show? Yeah, for 100%. sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm basically could, a nudist now. <laughs> I couldn't go full dong out, but I could go like banana hammock. Yeah, and that doesn't count. That, that doesn't just, count. No. No. Yeah. But yeah. I think like if you're in Spain and you go to a beach which you know is a nude beach, yeah. I'm dong out. Maybe you should have to. Yeah, yeah. I I know I had some friends who went to France. And they went to the pool at the hotel. And it was topless and, or whatever. And it was uh, Speedos only. Okay. So they all had to get into the little Speedos. <laughs> <laughs> if I was to go full dong out at one of those, I'd have to go get my uh, junk waxed again. Go get okay. go get a trim. <laughs> Is that a thing? Like when you go to the nude beach in Spain yeah. and you're there, is everyone, even the old, old the old dudes, are they all, do they all knock her down to the wood? I, 
I don't think they care because they would be like naturists, right? So they're like natural. Yeah. I don't think that they're concerned about body hair and pit hair and yeah. all whatever else hair. But I guess if you're going to another country and you're going dong out, you're very... Uh, you know what? You're very I'm already I would do it in another country. Be- because if you- I was in Spain... If, you're less likely to have someone you know. If me and the wife went to Spain, just the two of us, and, and we're like, I would totally get naked. On a beach full of people I don't know. I'm kind of th- Although going you'd that end way. Up running into like, somebody. Like, like <laughs> with my luck, I'd end up uh, oh, you're running into someone that I went to school with in Tabor. I'd be getting naked at the airport. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. They released a report where they had set out to find the rudest city in Canada. So basically, they just spent their time calling up people in 44 cities and asking them, out of 10, how rude are the people where you live? And these are the results from number five to number one. Windsor, Surrey, Brampton, Coquitlam, and Vaughan, Ontario are the rudest cities in Canada. Do you think it's any coincidence that the top five rudest places are places where nobody wants to live? I don't know. There's something to that, right? And they're both in Ontario and BC. Something to that as well. Edmonton uh, was the eighth rudest place in Canada. I knew he'd be on the list. But I do think it has to do with timing and what you had just done when they surveyed you, right? Like if you had just gotten off the Henday and you had been tailgated by a black Dodge Ram for 45 minutes, you're probably going to say we're very rude. So it all depends what you've been doing. I am a little surprised that uh, Edmonton is that high on the list, number eight, because I think we have this ability, though, when, when even when we're being rude, we can be polite about it. You know, uh, hey, buddy, why don't you get lost? Hey, thank you. <laughs> we have that ability. And, hey, we might be the eighth rudest city in Canada, but according to a different study, we're also the third sexiest city in Canada. So Hello. we have that going for us. We might be rude, but you'll love our collection of butt plugs. (laughs) The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Make sure you check out our locker room selection of baby clothing. Something for everyone. Text now for the link to shop. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I got my GoDaddy bill for the domain name for the Edmonton Glory Hole Tours webpage um, bill Mm -hmm. the other day. And I've been thinking about, I don't know if I'm going to keep the Tabor one, because I'm paying for two. Mm-hmm. I'm paying for um, the Edmonton Glory Hole Tours, and I'm paying for Tabor <laughs> Glory Hole Tours. Dot com. So I don't know if I'll keep the Tabor one going. Yeah, maybe that one can go. I still think we need to keep that active. Mm-hmm. We've created a Facebook page as well. So the domain goes right to the Facebook page. And what will happen occasionally, we get a lot of traffic on it. There's a lot of people out there typing in Glory Hole Tours. Looking around for it. And, well, if you Google it, we come up, right? <laughs> We're top of the Google search. Yeah. <laughs> of course we are. <laughs> we talked about that 
that uh, that person we ran into that was at a resort in Mexico with his wife. Yeah, and he ran into somebody that um, that brought up. Edmonton, you guys are famous for glory holes, right? <laughs> so he was blaming me for having to have that conversation in a hot tub in Mexico at a resort. I got, I got some bad news for you, though, dealing with the Edmonton glory holes page. I was the administrator under James P. White, so whoever hacked my account is now the administrator of the Edmonton Glory Hole. Oh, we've page. lost control of Edmonton Glory Hole. Too. So he could actually shut it. He could actually shut down that page. Why would he want to though? He's making money. So hold on, because I was the administrator. Can- you guys are editors, but I'm no longer the administrator. Whoever has control over my page. Why does that anger me? It shouldn't. <laughs> but I've, I've been meaning to tell you, but I thought this was as good of time as any. So here's my issue with this webpage. We get messages quite often, and I don't know what to do with them. I know. Like, that's the thing is we, we get all these messages, and it's like... I want to be able to have fun with the messages that we're getting on the Facebook page. But what do we do? Because you've given the number, hey, can can you call us on this number, and we'll answer whatever questions, and they never call, because you always give the station number, mm-hmm. which I'm sure the company's thrilled about. <laughs> so we get all all sorts of messages. Uh, this one, I'm wondering about other glory holes other than Steamworks in the city. I'm a giver looking to give. Uh <laughs> Steve Steve sent us a message and said, I'd like to bring my girl to a glory hole. Do you have one you could direct me to? And please provide some info. You know, etiquette, cost, best time to visit. We want to visit one uh, where there will be a person or two there for her to enjoy. And I'd appreciate all of the help you could give me. Uh, you know, people are looking for our help. And I don't right? know how to respond because I, I think that Steve legitimately is looking for some information about glory holes. I'm pretty sure he's unaware that it's it's an inside joke from a morning show yeah. on local radio. Right? So, and this one I like. Hi, Lee texted or <laughs> messaged. Uh, Hi, is there actually any glory holes in Edmonton? And I think you responded with just yes. <laughs> And he goes, thank you for your informative, well-thought-out answer. <laughs> You're welcome. And then there's this Radic guy. Who oh, he's on there all the time. Needs to be blocked because he sends us some horrible photos. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he... Like, he might get the joke and he's just trying to be weird. Yeah. Right? Anyway, or if anybody has any ideas on how we should approach these messages... <laughs> On our glory holes page, is anyone available to chat? And you <laughs> that said, what's, comes up all what's the time. Your number, and he says, "What's yours? I'll call you." And you said, "We're at a glory hole business conference in Florida. Can this be until next week?" <laughs> <laughs> so occasionally, I will respond to some of them. But <laughs> these people are. This is a real. People are looking for glory holes. This is a, a hole in the city that needs to be filled. <laughs> Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. There's a, a show on Apple that I'm very curious about, to be honest with you. So, this is the Godzilla one? Yes. <laughs> I'm curious as well, because 
they haven't been able to do a good Godzilla movie, if you ask me. No? I what about the one with Jack Black? That one was okay. Wasn't it? Was that Godzilla? No, that was, that was King, King Kong. Kong. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. Was Godzilla is the like big lizard. Okay. Yeah, did, and the last one, they didn't right. even that show it at all. Like, it was like the lizard got like two minutes of screen time, and I, I was, just wasn't a fan of that one. Brian Cranston was in it, remember? I didn't um, watch that one. So I just feel like they haven't been able to do a good Godzilla movie, but the series on Apple... Yeah, this is not a movie. This is a series. I think this has potential. So this one is based on the 2014 Godzilla film, the San Francisco one yeah. that was set in the 50s. And um, there's there's a bunch of actors you won't recognize. Like I didn't, like I was reading the list of people that are in it and I was like, okay, I, I don't know that person. I don't know that person. I don't know that person. And then all of a sudden it was like, and Kurt Russell will play such and such. Mm. And I'm like, good Lord, Kurt Russell's back. Come on. And his son I'm is in. in it. Oh, his, his son Wyatt is starring in it with him oh, too. Okay. All right. Yeah. Wyatt Russell and Kurt Russell. Are, are in the new Godzilla. There's no dates or anything. Like, I looked into to, to see if there was a trailer out, no release dates or anything. Apple does a pretty decent job. They're kind of in the in the realm of Netflix now, right, as yeah. far as quality goes. Would you not? Oh, yeah, they make great shows. I think they Most do. Most of the shows I'm like, wanting to watch are now Apple TV. You were just talking about you're watching Ted Lasso. Oh my God. That's Apple Such TV. A good show. That C show with Jason Momoa. That's a great show. Blackbird, which if you haven't watched Blackbird yet, that needs to be top What's of What's Blackbird? List. It's the true story. Uh, it's the one where the serial killer's in jail and this drug dealer goes to jail. It's um English guy. Can't remember his name now. But they tell him Hey, if you're willing to go to the maximum security jail and you can get this um, serial killer oh, to confess, told me about this show. we'll let you out of jail. It's extremely dangerous. It's um, Taron Edgerton plays that guy. And then Paul Hauser plays the serial killer. He's that bigger, creepy dude. Okay. Yeah. And it's good. You're oh, in, put that at the top of your watch How many seasons? It's just one season. That's all it is. Ray Liotta's in it a little bit. Um, Didn't just, Ray die? Yeah, this was so, before he died. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, it's one season. It's just a limited. This, that's it. And uh, I'm telling you, watch that one. I will keep an eye on this Godzilla series, though. Mm -hmm. Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple. I'm thinking it'll drop this fall. I'm guessing that in the next couple of weeks, it's a 10-episode series. We'll probably see a, a trailer, and then we'll have a, a have a date. Okay, all right, we'll go around the horn quickly. Favorite Kurt Russell movie? Mine, Big Trouble in Little China. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? Who? Jack Burton. Me. <laughs> that was such a good movie. I yeah. love that oh, movie yeah. when I was young. It's oh, corny, Jack but it's says, so funny. What the hell? What the hell? He he has that sort of that delivery that kind of uh, yeah he's great. and he gets away with it as well. What's yours, Jimmy? Uh, Escape from L.A. Not Escape from New York. World, they lose, you win. Shut down America. You lose, they win. The more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> All right, Grant, what's yours? Mine is Death Proof. Well, I love this movie. Which way are you going? Left or right? Right. 
This is a Quentin Tarantino yeah. kind of. It's Quentin Tarantino movie. He directed it. Okay. Shot on whether you'd be going left or right. This was kind of like a resurgence of his career too, wasn't it? Just as easily been going left too. Yeah, it could have been. It would have been a while before you. He did it as a double feature. Since you're going the other way, it was a whole kind of project of Quentin Tarantino's where made it like an old school slasher film. Yeah, I, I think Quentin Tarantino kind of did a um, a John Travolta thing with Kurt Russell in that Death Proof. Yeah, it, it wasn't the same level because Kurt still is. Yeah, Kurt's Kurt, but he's in all the Quentin Tarantino movies. But he is in a lot of them as well. Yeah. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety five seven Cruise FM. Calling Maggie from Spec Savers mm-hmm. in St. Albert. She's the owner. She was actually at the Lawn Darts Tournament. Oh. Hello? Good morning, Maggie. Good morning. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Was this your good. first year at the Lawn Darts Tournament? Yes. Why? No, I'm just wondering, because I just said to Jimmy, <laughs> I just said, Maggie was at the Lawn Darts Tournament. Um, yeah. So I was trying to... Um, I was, place you. Yeah, place you, So he, because he doesn't remember you. Well, okay. okay. Well, he might not be able to see you, Maggie, and that's what we're calling you. <laughs> 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 no worries, no worries. I Great mean, when I see him on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I see oh, him yeah. on Sunday, you know, he's just winking at everybody. So his, other, his other senses are heightened right now. So, <laughs> so yesterday, Jimmy had to blast out of here a little bit early because he was doing a charity event so he was in a dunk tank and grant and i went on the air and we were talking about how difficult it is to get jimmy to do some adulting things and uh specifically too whenever he has issues like health issues it's difficult to get him to go and that's that's a male thing but it's also a white clan thing his old man was like that (laughs) it's a taber uh, thing it's a taber thing yeah they don't trust they don't trust this this voodoo medicine right it's not that well, what is it then, Jimmy? Like, Why are you afraid you of going go? to the doctor? I spent a lot of time in the doctor when I was a kid. I spent like months and months in the hospital, and I just hate... I just, but they fixed you, so shouldn't that convince you to go and get other things fixed? Before I just they get, get uncomfortable in doctor's office. Before they spiral? Stuff like that. That's fair. Anyway, <laughs> you overheard Grant and I talking about his eye issue, and I've been trying to get him to go to the doctor. And right. you said, no, 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 he should go to an eye clinic, and you are specifically saying he should come see you guys because you guys have equipment that'll be able to diagnose the problem quicker than, say, a general practitioner. Yeah, that's right. Like, uh, an all-around doctor doesn't have the tools or equipment to look into the eyes properly, and they're just tailored to systemic conditions, so they don't have a slit lamp, which magnifies, or an OCT, which is, which is an optical coherence tomography. So what that is is an, is an imaging that takes about a 1,000 images and then creates a 3D image, which lets us see the eye structure. And it's free. Yeah, it's, well, <laughs> it's that's... It's not going to cost you anything. That's the other thing, too. Well, like we got he, benefits to cover anything, too. We've explained our benefits to him. He still doesn't get that either, but that's a <laughs> whole other thing. <laughs> I, so, I was told it's uh, Alberta Health. Is that correct? Yeah, it is. It's covered by Alberta Health Care. Yeah, and literally, going to get your eyes checked is covered by our work benefits. Yeah. And, you know, 
shopping. I go once a year, Maggie. Um, I go get my eyes checked I, every year. I did say this on air, and then Jimmy admitted to me that it's true off air. I said he doesn't want to go to the eye doctor because he knows that they're going to say you need glasses. Yeah, and but he that's ref- not what it's all about, right? You but know? he refuses to have anyone tell him he needs glasses, and he knows that. Well, this is a different issue, right? I mean, he's got one eye that's swollen, and There's one eye looking at me, and the other one looking for me, you know, this kind of thing. <laughs> so he's got an uh, issue going on, right? So. But that's also when I'm drinking, yeah. my eyes do that too without this issue. <laughs> yeah, that's a brain issue. They're not going to strap glasses on him if if he doesn't no. want to. But no, not at all, not at all. It's you can't totally make somebody issue. wear glasses, right? No, and absolutely he's, not. He's functioned by just seeing shapes for so long now that it's <laughs> why just counting fingers, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to try to get him up there to see you, Maggie. Um, yeah, so that, for sure. Uh, because because like. I'm worried. The longer, yeah, well, the longer you wait, the risk becomes larger. And if it's an infection behind the eye, can cause permanent loss of vision. And Jimmy, really, permanent removal of your eye? Be known as One-Eyed Jimmy. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, and all the jokes that'll go along with that, right? <laughs> Your glass eye would be real. Are you guys open on Sundays? Yeah, we are. Should he book an appointment, Maggie? Uh, he can. He definitely can, so I can make uh, sure that I'm there. All right, Maggie. We'll um, yeah. we'll get him to call like at nine this morning. We'll get him to call Specsavers, and and uh, he'll make his way Sounds up there. Great. Yeah, he Sounds needs somebody. To, I mean, it, yeah, he needs somebody to look at his eyes. So. Yeah. Well, I was even going to offer a ride. Like, is it is that what it is? <laughs> like, do you need a ride? Like, like no, it's a local drive. I'm not driving <laughs> him to St. Albert. Once again, we have Cam with us. Cam, obviously, the guy behind the Blues Fest. We're not that far away. Um, let's do a ticket status right now, Cam. All right. Well, we still have uh, single-day tickets for all the days. However, all of the premium seating is gone, the luxury boxes, the home plate lounge, all that stuff. They were snapped up a couple of weeks ago, uh, but we still have weekend passes and single-day tickets. Yeah, nice. you, got, you got all those luxury tickets and everything else because uh, it's at Remax Field this year, first year at yeah. the baseball stadium. So. So it's a new experience for us. Uh, I had no idea how popular those uh, special tickets would be, but yeah. boy, oh boy, fans love it. The the interesting thing about these, and, and this has been going on for a long time, Cam, but your relationship with your partners and, and the vendors is is an important part of these festivals and putting them together. Do you want to highlight anybody that you're partnered with this year from that perspective? Well, I'd have to say that uh, Smokehouse Barbecue in particular has been a really good friend over the years. Terry Sept, who runs uh, Smokehouse, and his wife Sherry uh, have been big participants at the Blues Festival for the past decade, and they helped me out uh, with getting uh, some vendors together for this year's festival. Nice. And I'm really happy with our with our food vendors row that we're going to set up along the third baseline. That's a must, right? Mm-hmm. So you're taking care. You can go you get the weekend pass, and then your food's all taken care of as well, right? That's awesome. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I'd like to say, because I think it was before the interview, Cam offered to buy me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> I did. We want to get that on a, record. Now it's official. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's official. <laughs> There's no backseat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, when do we start? Can you give us the date and everything like that? We'll get the webpage out here as well. Perfect. Uh, Friday, August 25th through Sunday, August 27th. Uh, we're going to open the ticket office at about 2 o'clock on Friday afternoon, so you can swap those tickets for wristbands. Uh, the gates open at 4.30. The music goes 5.30 to 10. Saturday, we open a little bit earlier, around 1 in the afternoon, and the music goes from just before 2 o'clock till 10. And Sunday, we open even earlier because we've got an extra band on Sunday this year, and uh, we're going to nice. uh, start the music just before 1 o'clock. 
All right, and and we touched on this the last time we chatted, but let's do it again. Any highlights? Any anything you want to um, make sure that people are aware of that's happening at this year's Blues Fest? Um, I think we uh, kind of busted the bank uh, with uh, hiring talent this year. It's kind of an embarrassment of riches, but I can't really uh, I can't really point to any one act. I just have to say that uh, as a whole. Um, my house of blues has many rooms and uh, we've uh, researched into a lot of them uh, we've got a north mississippi hill country duo with lightning malcolm got a perennial canadian favorite colin james i've got samantha fish and jesse dayton you want some classic texas blues we've got jimmy vaughn nice. some west coast humorous stuff we've got rick estrin and the Nightcats, and the list goes on uh, canadian icons powder blues will be there as well Nice. Get your weekend passes, and uh, we will see you at Blue I'm really excited about this venue, Cam. Mm-hmm. I think there's a really great energy there. And I got to say, it's been wonderful working with the people from the Riverhawks. They've been uh, very accommodating. They really want to see this work out, and I think this is going to be a good partnership. Yeah, this might be a new home for you. Beginning I know, of something. Yeah, right? I know, obviously, you have to find a place for the next couple of years here due to what's going on at Horlock Park, but... Maybe you'll get comfortable down there, Cam. Maybe. <laughs> All <laughs> Let's right. Hope. Again, um, it starts next Friday, the Blues Fest. Look into tickets. Um, Web page, Cam? BluesInternationalLTD.com. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.